recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. All right, one more thing from uh, Coach McGuire with regard to the quarterbacks. He talks about adjustments that will be made this week with the QBs. You know, we everybody gets a group. Uh, ones with the ones, everybody gets with the twos. We our threes. We you know, Jaden Morris, our uh, freshman, he actually went with the threes. So we kept our three guys with the ones and twos, um, and then we'll do the same thing. You know, just try it again. It'll be a little different because it's more situational stuff. But it, it, try to get every one of those guys. This situation, this is how it looks. Keely's doing a great job. Like. Uh, He'll do it by pair. We started with team compete, so Barron started with the ones, um, and I think Donnie went with the twos. Um, we started with coming out, so Tyler went with the ones, um, and I think Donnie went with the twos. So really, they just kind of rotate, so they're all getting um, a, really a set with the ones. So we can evaluate. That's uh, Coach uh, Joy McGuire. Interesting that Baron Morton started off first with the ones. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> You know a question we should ask? Who's doing the best job with the threes? Well, he just he said that his the freshman kid was doing. Was They're all the, going through, but right. But yeah. who's really standing out with? Who's really making the threes look good? Remember, this show is about being entertaining, and so <laughs> I'm totally entertained. I'm co- laughing at you. Got you, got you, got you a little bit entertained. You there. know, I mean, we kind of like joke about. You know, everybody, all they're ever going to want, all they're going to ever try to do is mm-hmm. speculate and figure out sure. and read right. everything he says and jump to. You're that guy. I know. You are that guy. Oh, I know. I've always been that guy, though. I mean, at least I'm consistent. Do you think he's trying? Do you think he's playing a game with us right now? No, I don't. I don't think no? he's playing. You, don't, don't. you think he's trying to like, oh, I we, gave you a hint and you didn't figure it out? We might be playing a game with him, but he's not playing a game with us. Yeah, it's kind of like when there's a competition, everything's a competition, but there's not a competition. I believe he is not trying to tell us anything. Okay. 100% not trying pro- to tell us anything. He I think does you're probably not right about want, that. I, I do believe that he probably feels like there's a leader mm-hmm. and that they're probably 90% going to go with that guy mm-hmm. whenever that, that is, maybe after Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That that guy's going to get the most reps. So I'm I'm certain that's who it is. But he's doing everything he can to not let us know at this point. And I, maybe I shouldn't say that. <clears throat> I don't think he's going out of his way. He just doesn't want to announce it yet. No, I think he's you're right. He's just he hasn't yeah. officially told either them oh, right. or the team. And right. I think they deserve to and be so told first. And so I don't first, think right? he's slipping in secrets. You don't. Okay. Okay. I think you are overthinking. Okay. Uh, I, that's kind of what I, mean, I do. I overthink. <laughs> And then sometimes I don't think, sometimes I, is, I either overthink or I don't think enough. Did you even, because th- there, there, there have been words like these said to me before, like, did you even think about what you were doing? Uh, kind of, but maybe I, clearly not really. I, I had that question for you last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I just think, Chuck... You're going to have to show some patience here. Patience. Yeah. Patience. Okay. Yeah. I'm always curious so about I'll, who the starting quarterback's going to be. I don't no, care. No, no, that's head, fair. That's fair. I think, I think everybody in this fan base yeah. is. Yeah. I just don't think you're going to find out until he decides it's time for you to find out. No tea leaves is what oh, you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's boil this down, Chuck. Mm-hmm. We're going to give uh, Coach McGuire true serum right now. He's got to tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. Do you think he knows who the starting quarterback yes. is today? Yes. I do too. Do we uh, think yes. the team knows who the like? Yes. 
they might not have announced it. Yes. But do you think they know? Yes. Okay. Can we all live with that? Sure. I'm I mean, okay if he doesn't ever tell us until the starting day, as long as the team just, knows and he knows. Well, here's the deal: if he's not going to tell us until the starting day, then I want then I want that you'll find out who he is when he trots out there. Oh, that's never going to happen. <laughs> that that was a one time thing, or I guess it was a several time thing, but it was a, a, a Coach I love Kingsbury to trot thing. out there. I you know it was a Coach Kingsbury. We need a Coach McGuire thing. We don't have the we don't have a Coach McGuire thing yet. Let's go. Yeah, let's go is his thing. But I mean, in terms of the quarterbacks. Maybe each coach has got to be a little bit unique on that. We have a Coach McGuire thing. It's that he out-recruits everybody, and I like that. <laughs> I do, so I I'm do. a big fan of that. Okay. Um, so can I go back to a couple comments ago? Sure. Okay. And, <laughs> and I want to <laughs> actually want to talk about football, not tea leaves. Okay. Okay. So who do you think is the guy? You, you, you clearly thought it was Tyler Shuck. Yeah. And and those numbers are are numbers, and they mean something, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe Donovan Smith had six different balls that were should have been interceptions that they just dropped. Yeah, I don't know. And and but who do we think is the quarterback? And I think most head coaches that that's what they're saying right now is the guy that takes care of the football. Sure. Okay. We have to have. We can't set up our defense in a bad spot. We can't. We can't be turning the ball over when we're. You know, have red zone opportunities. We got to put points on the board, all that. So it's partly about who moves the team down the field. And it's mm-hmm. partly about, you know, who doesn't make the big mistake and who who the team responds to too. Because sometimes sure. there's a quarterback that just that just has it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and we've seen that here before, yeah. where you feel like, okay, this guy has it. This guy mm-hmm. may have all the mechanics, but this guy has it. Yeah, I think from hearing from you in the past, you would say. And I'm not saying I disagree with you. I just don't know. I, d- I don't know what my opinion is. I'm not sure. You would say Baron Morton is the biggest risk guy. Yes. Okay. But I think he's got huge upside. But I think today, going into the season, he's the guy that puts you in the most danger because he has so much confidence in his arm. This this is just from a little bit of observation. Right. Okay. And so this is seeing a you know, a spring game or two and seeing a few practices here or there that we've been allowed to see. Okay. So, so you would say that the safest bet is one of the other two then, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I feel like, (laughs) I think I believe Tyler is the most accurate, but then I think Tyler is going to throw the ball down the field a little bit more. And take some risks more than Donovan is, but I, man, it's hard for me to gauge. I, I just don't think there's big separation, accuracy wise. I don't think there's huge separation arm talent wise between those two guys. See, and so I think if if there is a true tie between Shuck and Donovan Smith, then I think it's going to be Donovan Smith because his size and his ability to do more with the ball. Would would be the X factor? Yeah, Tyler's not a small guy. No, he's not. But, but I mean, but he's not a he's not a physical runner like Donovan. Yeah, he's be. not physical. I mean, he can't. I mean, and, and if your offensive line is somewhat suspect, your quarterback's going to have to be able to take a hit or two. And it looks to me like Donovan Smith of the three can take the biggest hit. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe so. I don't know that. 
that that's kind of scary if you're like, okay, here's the factors of my quarterback. Okay, this guy will get up more when he gets leveled by a blindside is, is, hit. Is that not a is that not a fair thought when you when you kind of feel like that your offensive line is a little suspect or not yeah. not the glue that you'd like it to yeah. be? I also think it's weird if you're talking about a starting quarterback and you're saying, well, what I really like about him is his physical running ability. I mean, that should be down the list. Well, I know, but I mean, ways, the, right? dual, the quote, dual I mean, threat, right? Yeah, no, I, I mean, running ability is one thing, but I mean, him being physical at the point of attack is, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, okay, so we got a fullback. You, you know. suppose that we could be in the room when they're coming, having these discussions, going to help yeah. help lead them through it and guide I, them through it and maybe ask them. No, 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 I don't think so. I, I think they're probably it. listening right now and going, this is why we don't let these two <laughs> in the room. I but think I, the, I think it's a an interesting point that you brought up one way or the other uh, as who is the guy that you feel the most confident is not going to make mm-hmm. mistakes or is going to make the least or, amount of or mistakes. Put you, or put you in that mm-hmm. situation where you're going to, you could yeah. potentially turn the ball over. I, I think I think I would lean towards Donovan as the safest. But okay. I don't, the, but to me that doesn't mean he's the best choice because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. I mean, it's a factor in it, but if a different guy moves the team down the field, like you said, and the team responds, and the the other guy can make, you know, better throws down the field, then that's that's the guy. Maybe the final clue was that uh, Smith has a nickname from Coach McGuire, and the other two don't because he called him Donnie. We've not heard anybody call him Donnie. Is it just me, or every time he calls him Donnie, do you think Wahlberg? <laughs> I think Not Mattingly for whatever. Yeah, Makes me go. Wahlberg. Okay, this is kind of like the Bradley Marquez kind of deal when they were calling him Brad. You know, do you want to be called Donnie or Brad? Bradley or Brad? Donnie or Donovan? Donnie or Brad? Yeah, what does your mom call you? That would be a question. Donovan. His name's Donovan. Patrick. Is it Pat or Patrick? Patrick. Mom calls him Patrick. It's Patrick. Six forty this morning here on the morning drive. <laughs> I want the works, I want the whole works, presents and prizes and sweets and surprises of all shapes and sizes and Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Time for this day in sports history. Today is the 17th day of August 2022. First day of school for many. Risa had a humble request that everyone give our kids a break in the school zones today. I think everybody would agree with that. And it shouldn't just be first day of school. It should be every day of school. But here is Jeff McGuire. 1933. Major League Baseball player Lou Gehrig plays in his record 1,308th consecutive game. 1944. Yankees' Johnny Lindell ties a record with four consecutive doubles in a game. Hmm. Nice. Oh, by the way, the Gary uh, number, he that sets the Major League Baseball consecutive game streak. He goes ahead of a guy named Everett Scott. Yes. 1957, baseball player Richie Ashburn fouls and hits Alice Roth twice in the same game in the, at, in the same game and at bat playing for the Philadelphia Phillies. The first one breaks her nose. Mm. The second one hits her while she's on the stretcher being carted out of the oh field. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor Alice. Hopefully she got one of those baseballs. 
Um, she got a lot later, um, but she she was okay afterwards with broken nose. She's okay, obviously. Well, I don't know if she's okay now. Mm-hmm. That was 57. I mean, she should be okay. She could be okay now. I haven't done a deep dive on Alice, but she was eventually okay. Mm. 1963, Jim Hickman becomes the first New York Met to hit for the cycle. 1966, Willie Mays takes over second place. On the all-time home run list. Where is he sitting now? <laughs> I think he's top 10. I think he's 9. Maybe 10. Who did he surpass to go into second place? Uh, you know, I don't know. Because Aaron, it wouldn't have been Aaron yet. Mm-mm. It wasn't Ruth. I think it was somebody like... Uh, McCovey or no, not McCovey, but it, I'll 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 effort you'll effort that. that. Yeah, 1972 Major League Baseball Phillies. Get all that. <laughs> wow, good. Major League Baseball right Phillies. Steve Carlton <laughs> wins his fifteenth. The mouthfuls <laughs> now on the board in front of him. In yeah, class. I have to clean this up later. Uh, Steve Carlton wins his fifteenth straight game in 1972. Nice. 1980, George Brett goes four for four, raising his batting average to 401. This is the uh, picture that you see of him at 401 standing at second base. It was a Sunday afternoon and uh, holding his hands high up in the air. 1987, a bunt single gives Milwaukee Brewers Paul Molitor the longest Major League Baseball hit streak of the 1980s at 32 games. Remember we were talking earlier about Lou Gehrig in his 1308th consecutive game? Mm-hmm. Orioles shortstop Cal Ripken moves into third place with 1,208 consecutive games. Willie Mays is sixth on the list, by the way. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought he'd been passed a couple of, uh, obviously a few more times than that. Good for him. And in 2008, Rafa Nadal of Spain beats Chile's Fernando Gonzalez 6-3-7-6-6-3 to win the men's tennis singles at the Beijing Olympics. It is Spain's first ever Olympic gold medal in tennis. All right. Let's go, Rafa. Vamos! It is National Vanilla Custard Day. I, I just soon have vanilla. The, the the custard makes it a little yellowish. Yeah, I'm not a big custard guy. Happy birthday to Robert De Niro, who turned 79. Donnie Wahlberg, 53. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah, speaking of Donnie Wahlberg. Sean, Sean Penn, 62. Rudy Gay, 36. Christian Leitner, 53. Ed McCaffrey, 55. John Gruden, 60. George O'Leary, 77. Jorge Posada, 51. George. Dustin Pedroia, 39. That just for you, Jamie. Thank you. And in 1978, aboard Double Eagle 2, Ben Abruzzo, Maxie Anderson and Larry Newman 
are the first to fly the 3,233 miles that took six days to cross the Atlantic Ocean from Maine to Paris successfully. They were the first ones to do that in a hot air balloon, or a helium balloon in this case. Wow, that is this day in sports history. That is this day in sports history. So on this day, um, Willie Mays passed Jimmy Fox. Uh, Jimmy Fox had 534 home runs. Here's here's what's interesting about the home run list right now in terms of active players and where they are. So Albert Pujols is fifth on the list. He has 689. Do you think he's done after this year? Do you think he's got another one in him? I think he's going to try to get to 700. He's 11 shy. Yeah, it seems like he's going to try. And now with the uh, DH in the National League, that gives him the opportunity to hang around with the team and mm-hmm. just play DH. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him stick around for another year. So he's mm-hmm. he's seven away from tying A-Rod. And then the only people ahead of him would be Ruth, Aaron, and Bonds. I mean, that's... It's pretty rare air. I mean, yeah, yeah. Rare air. I mean, he's bonafide first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Albert Pujols? Sure. At, at this point. Sure. So then, so... Pujol, I, he's been at that point for quite some time. Yeah. Now, does he... Do you think he has any steroid stink on him or no? Mm, I think so, yeah. But none seems to really follow him, right? Because well, he's a good guy and people like him. And people like him. And he went back to the Cardinals and it seems like all is, all is well, right? Yeah. I mean, he sure did drop off. No doubt. Yeah. He dropped off pretty quick when he went to the Angels. So he's he's fifth on the list. The next active major leaguer... And this may be, he, he's winding down as well as Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera is 20, definitely first ballot as well. 27th on the list. He's at 506. So, you know, uh, ahead of him is Gary Sheffield, whom it just, it's, it's just wild when you think about Gary Sheffield for him to be 26th on the home run list. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that his, his name just doesn't, if you said top 30 major leaguer home runs, his name would not pop off your off sure. the end of your mouth, right? Completely agree. Yep. Um, so Cabrera's at 27. And then Nelson Cruz is at number 39. He's at 458. You know, I'm not sure many people would say, oh, Nelson Cruz? Yeah, he's ahead of Jeff Bagwell. He's ahead of Vlad Guerrero. He's ahead of Dave Kingman. He's ahead of Jason Giambi. He's ahead of Paul Konerko. Carlos Beltran, Juan Gonzalez. Oh, I think he's ahead of Paul, Paul Kernerko. Okay, all right. Well, would you think he would be ahead of Beltran and Giambi and Kingman and Guerrero and Bagwell? Maybe for length of career he would. Yeah, Bagwell really fell off the last couple of years because of injuries. So I don't know that that one surprises me as much as it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Carlos Stanton is 80th on the list. He has 371. But, I mean, we're, we're, we're at that level where, man, you may, you may not see in your lifetime, Jamie, another player get to 500 home runs. Because Stanton has 371. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. The way baseball is trending towards home runs, home runs, home runs, we'll see if... Guys start having the seasons that, for example, that, you know, an Aaron Judge is having right now. And, I mean, he's still a decently young guy. Votto is 101 on the list. He's got 342. 
Uh, Trout is 111. His career is kind of, his longevity now is in jeopardy, probably. He only has 111? No, no, no. He has 334. He's 334. Okay. He's 111th on the list. Sorry if I. If, I got lost. If Yeah, I'm sorry. That's probably my fault. But anyway, it's. It's it's interesting. Like we may never see another, you know, two hundred game winner, let alone three hundred game winner on the pitching side. Once you get kind of, mm-hmm. and part of this is the money, and part of this is the longevity of careers isn't as long um, as it used to be. Sure, you know, mm-hmm. just the this the need. Uh, somebody says this that Gus has said that Pujols has already announced this is his last year. Dot dot dot. Unless he changes his mind. Okay. Yeah, but if he finishes at six ninety nine, he's going to come back and probably go. Hey, I got to get to seven hundred. Can't let that number just hang Sign out consecutive there. Consecutive ten day contracts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I think right. that's. I mean, one of the reasons he was kind of honored the All Star Game and all that sure, good stuff. Probably because so. it was his last year. Yeah. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety seven three and Double T ninety seven three dot com. Uh, how about Josh Young last night, Jamie? A couple of home runs. Dude is killing it. He is crushing. And uh, not just uh, not just hitting for average. I mean, he is hitting for power and driving in runs. So uh, one of them, a three, I think a three-run and two-run shot last night. So okay. um, just I, I, more and more believing that he'll get the call you know, probably at the beginning of September. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, his... Uh, Man, it's just uh, it's just uh, crazy. And on the second one, uh, it was the eighth pitch of the at bat, so that probably doesn't surprise you of him working the working the pitcher. Nice. And it came off of Drew Pomeranz, who was um, on a rehab yeah. assignment. Yeah, it's a big leaguer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you when you think about it, um, kind of wonder. Okay, when is he gonna when is he gonna come up? Um, mm-hmm. The um, <laughs> trying. I'm looking here at the Rangers, trying to look at the Rangers' schedule. It's kind of. We need to get a busload of people. Right. That's to what, Arlington, right? Oh boy, here's bad news. Like the first seven games in September are on the road in Boston, Houston. They don't play at home until the ninth against the Jays. So you kind of feel like that he's gonna he's gonna get. Hey, uh, the uh, Oakland A's uh, did the uh, Rangers a favor yesterday with some uh, extra tickets uh, in the Keller area. Shea Langoliers, uh, the former Baylor pitcher or catcher, I should say, yeah. uh, got called up. Yeah, just say Langoliers. Langoliers. Yeah, okay. the G is silent. Okay. Langoliers. Yeah, Lang- he's. Uh, I mean, was drafted the same time as as Josh. Was really really good for Baylor uh, for a few seasons there and. Um, he was involved in a trade. I think he was, I think he was with. Um, he was uh, initially with the Nats, maybe. I can't remember, but he got he got traded to Oakland and Atlanta. Atlanta, okay. I mean, just a stud. So I'm not surprised to see him come up and doubled on the first pitch he saw in the big leagues. Yeah. So good for him. That's pretty cool. So um, Matt Hicks was talking about. Apparently, Matt Hicks lives in Keller. Okay. Okay. And so uh, Langoliers, is that right, Langoliers? Langoliers. Langoliers, okay, mm-hmm. is from Keller. Okay. Uh, and by way of, you know, Baylor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably said that a lot of his fellow Keller people would be there. Matt Hicks mm-hmm. was talking about that. Steve mm-hmm. Piscotti got uh, released <clears throat> by the A's. So interesting that you had a local kid 
that uh, just happens to be with the A's. They just happened to be with the Rangers. Yeah, it worked and, out perfect. It worked out perfect uh, for yeah. him and his family, didn't it? Yeah. And it sounds like, <laughs> I mean, if he got the if Josh got the September one call up, he'd be they'd be heading to Boston. Mm. Although you know Houston isn't far from San Antonio, they'll play right. there Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But sure, you know, it's that first game that matters. Yeah, you know that's the big deal, right? Right, sure, yeah. sure. But you have the first home game. You'd like to be at his first game, wouldn't you? I would. I would love to. I am not going to be able to fly to Boston, but yeah. Unless he calls you. Yeah. yeah. Would he call you and say, "Jamie, I got a ticket for you"? <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think but so. if he no. did, I would be there. You'd be there. I'd be there. Okay. Um, and then I worry about the ninth, tenth, eleventh weekend. That's that's a home football. Weekend. <laughs> okay. So I can't. <laughs> Unfortunately, the job won't let me be gone. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, perhaps by the by then we'll have a starting quarterback. I, I bet we have one by the before the third because the third's a home football game. I would. You know, yes, we'll we have, will we'll have, have one. one on on the third. <laughs> Coach McGuire hasn't named one yet. They have another scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, he was asked uh, after practice yesterday how the quarterbacks performed in the first scrimmage. Um, good. You know, it, I mean, it's crazy. I know y'all want to hear, you know, the, the starter, and, and trust me, I think there's there's definitely somebody that's that's taking it, but I've, I've told them from the get-go that we're going to go all the way through the second scrimmage. Um, I thought they did well. You know, um, each one of them had big plays. Um, each one of them um, did some things that we got to work on. The biggest thing with those three is they're making all the throws. And they're uh, making big plays. Are they putting us in bad plays? It's almost getting to that point. Like, who is not going to put us in a bad situation? Because Kitley's offense, he puts so much on the quarterback. And uh, so that's the thing right now that they're really competing. Like, hey, get let's get in the right play. Or if I have to pull the ball, I'm pulling it here because I'm not going to give up a negative play, even though I'm going to blow the whistle and they're not going to get hit. You know, just doing stuff like that that they're going to do game-wise. That's uh, Coach Joey McGuire. So he uh, he has said, uh, and he's like you just said there, he's been consistent with that with that statement. And I maybe maybe the players more than anything else have to appreciate the fact that it that he is staying true to his word that he would name a quarterback after the second scrimmage. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to you have to you have to appreciate that that and even though it kind of feels like maybe they got one, but he's not going to say it until after the second. Do you remember us having the conversation yesterday about, you know, if you asked Joey McGuire who's ahead right now, what you would hear? And we talked about him saying, oh, they all did good things, yeah. but there's some things that we need to work on. Mm-hmm. There you go. You just got it. Yeah, you just got you it. just got it. You just got it. It's good to know that Joey McGuire may have never coached mm-hmm. as a head coach a college football game before, but he has, I mean, very experienced in coach speak. Yeah, he's he's really been he's really good. good. He's been really good about that. I, so I don't know. Uh, he's he's. I mean, he's a. He's not the. He's not. He's not old. He's not young. I mean, he's fifty-one years old, so he's experienced. Yeah. No. I, I, and I. I am not complaining about that. I mean. Yeah. I. I think there's plenty of value in coaches playing things close to the vest, and yeah. so I, I. That's why I. I would want our coaches to be, and sure. so I think he's. He's got now, that. Here's my next question for you. Do you do you think do you think I know he'll be asked after the second scrimmage on Saturday that uh, 
scrimmage is scheduled for 1.30. Uh, then he's going to speak at you know, Tech. You know he'll be asked because you'll know you'll be there to ask. I'm going to try to be there to ask that question. <laughs> Somebody will, but I mean, you know, I'm sure they will. I mean, how many questions will you let go, let go through? Before that question is asked, are you like at that point? Are you nervous that somebody else is going to ask it first? I'm okay if somebody and asks you it. can't say, "Oh, well, I asked Coach McGuire." <laughs> it's one of my I'll favorite media things. I, yeah. You know, I asked Coach McGuire. Yeah, because it matters who asked the question, sure, right? Sure yeah, it does. Matters. Sure yeah. does. Sure yeah. does. Um, my my guess would be that somebody that the first question would be is uh, how did scrimmage go coach something along those lines mm-hmm. you know be some innocuous and then there'll be some kind of there's kind of buttering it's like knowing kind of defensive tackle kind of question yeah, yeah. you know it's the buttering up yeah it's kind of foreplay before yeah, you ask right. the real yeah. question yeah, you got to get to two or three in right <laughs> about three in is really where you when Us the media members were so easy to read almost easier than the coaches when the when the the meat of the question yeah. comes no, about I, th- I think the media members are easier to read than the coaches yeah yeah uh now the question is do you think he'll name a quarterback on saturday no no he's he's gonna uh, it's after the second scrimmage yeah, he's going to say he needs to watch the film. Okay. And he'll speak that night at Tech I mean, you night. think you, you think he's announcing that to you guys before he announces that no, to, I the, think to he's the players huddle. and the team? I think the team's already going to know. I think I think when they I think when they get done with that scrimmage, they know who the starting quarterback's going to be when they But huddle. that hasn't been announced. But it hasn't been announced, but I think he'll I think he'll say something. This might be an upon the fur, upon further review question that by by the start of Monday morning at 6 a.m. Coach McGuire will have announced his starting quarterback. Okay, well, that's different than announcing it Saturday, than talking to us on Saturday. Yeah, he is not going to tell the media before he talks to the team. No, I think it. he'll talk to the team and then he'll come over and talk to us. Like right after the game, he's yeah. going to go, Scrimmage, oh, yeah. but without seeing the film of the game. I think they'll have a really good idea. I think. I, I'll bet that there's a video on Twitter of him announcing it to the team and everybody going crazy. Mm-hmm on social media on Sunday. Mm. We will not hear about it on Saturday. Because he's speaking at Tech Night on Saturday night. We will not hear about it on Saturday. He will say, you got to keep paying attention. we still got some film to look at. You're probably right about the tweet thing. That's You're probably right about that. So will we know Monday? Maybe. I think we'll know Monday by the time we... Will we hear Saturday crack night? the mic no. at 6.01. We'll have a starting quarterback. Wouldn't it be cool... Like with the new end zone project, you guys are going to say no, but I'm going to say yes. And I don't mean it to be disrespectful or sacrilegious. I just think it'd be cool if you had a little red smoke every time that you, you were like, when you had a quarterback in question, had a little red smoke that came out of the south end zone. <laughs> no. You, you clearly did not hear his comments yesterday about why do we not announce center one or left tackle one. <clears throat> yeah, obsess over one position right. and act like it's the only thing that matters. It's the most important position on the field. Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, throw it at me and Jeff and everybody else. All right, Chuck, Jeff, and our fine listening audience. A question today comes from a conversation we've had many times before about 
for example, when we used to use the term NIL Mm -hmm. and the deals that come from NIL. Okay. And we talked about certain players. It would only be that elite few that would really help a business if they were doing, you know, an NIL NIL deal with them. Mm -hmm. They could really, you know, help promote and all that. Move the needle. Yeah. And so... This is kind of where this got into my mind, but this really isn't about NIL. Okay. I'm just going to ask you my question today, Chuck, is who's the biggest man on campus right now? And it can be a man or a female. I think in many years, there's been a clear, like, in one of the sports, we've got a dude, you know? And I'm not saying that any of the programs are down or bad Mm -hmm. or anything like that. I just... I just, who's the guy? You know, like last year, I think we could have said Kevin McCuller. Last year, we could have said Jace Young. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, those yep. guys are both gone. Okay? Right. Who's the biggest man on campus right now at Texas Tech? Because, like, for football last year, would you have said Tyler Shuck coming into the season? Probably. Yeah. I think for women's hoops, you'd have said Vivian Gray. Okay. I mean, she would have stood out, but heads and toes above mm-hmm. anybody else. But yeah, it's going to be got to be pretty special for a women's it, basketball player. No, I'm, be, I'm just talking about that team. Agreed. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. And I'm commenting about that. Yeah. No, I got it. Okay. It's going to um, be pretty special women's basketball player no, no, to be no, considered no big, yeah. biggest man on campus. Uh, so the biggest person on campus, biggest man on campus right now. Like, who's the one that everybody wants to be? You know, if Kevin O'Banner were more kind of out there, I would say him. I think he, he would have potential. Cause it just, that's fair. Uh, star power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the guys that, one of the nickname guys, Rabbit or uh, Muddy, you know, might might be out there. <laughs> Two of your favorite things. Or... Well, we got to figure out who they are first. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually glad thing. to see you kind of thinking through this, and I don't want to say struggling, but thinking through because I'm I'm kind of the same way as you. Mm-hmm. I think that there's plenty of guys that have the potential that six months from now or eight months from now we'll say, oh, that guy proved to be the biggest man on campus. Like he was the dude. He had a great year. And kind of became the star of this campus. But Je- I don't know who it is right now. Jeff, anybody come just come into your mind immediately? O'Banner was the first one that came to my mind. But uh-huh. there's a couple he, things for him. Like you said, he's not out there a bunch. Yeah. Plus, he's only been here one year. Sure. So it's not like he's been here for, for three seasons and we've all right. grown old with him. Right. He's just been here one year. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know if he was going to be back for a second. Yeah. And we're thrilled that he is. Oh, Banner was the first one that popped into my mind. Uh, second was Sir Roderick. Okay. Because he's been here and you know, a lot of high hopes for him this season uh, in the offense and, and helping you with leadership and that kind of aspect was the second one. Muddy Water. I mean, but again, it like I, I don't think you've got... To, to put this in a, like a number category, I don't think you've got tens on your campus this year, but I think you've got a higher average than you've had in the past, if that makes any sense with regards to you don't have a whole lot of twos and threes for guys that you're expecting not to do anything. 
Mm-hmm. You're, you're expecting something from everybody on campus at this point. You just don't have the Patrick Mahomes to, to sure. carry the, the load. Yeah. And I, I mean, looking at the baseball program, you lost so many big names. Right. You've got plenty of young talent, but I mean, I mean, you're you're talking about Hudson White or Owen Washburn, who were two freshmen last year, who well, both performed really well for you. But I I don't think they're in this conversation right now. Actually, your big man on campus right now isn't an athlete. It's, it's Joey, Joey McGuire. Yeah, That's, there's no question. But yeah. but we're talking about I know, an athlete. I know. Yeah, but you're 100 percent right. I mean, he sucks all the room uh, air air out of the room, and which is fine right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing is, I mean, Tyler Shuck deserves to be in the conversation yep. too. Austin but McNamara, does he deserve to be in the conversation? He's a, he's a punter. I know he's a punter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know he's, he's a, a punter. punter. I mean, that's if, similar if, similar to Vivian Gray was a phenomenal basketball player, mm-hmm. but it's just not something that yeah. is high profile. Right. 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 No. Okay. Very fair. Yeah, and the same thing with a punter. Could, could you? Could, I mean, you you're not. It, could he be Mason Tharp? Could be because of his size. Oh boy! At some point in time, <laughs> I think whoever the starting quarterback well, he's is, gonna make, you know, he caught eight balls. I know. I said could be. I mean, I, Tyree Wilson. Somebody's brought him up. You know a, that that that's a good name. That's because good name. we don't know who the starting quarterback is. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So Mason's if you're going to include Tyler Shuck, how are you not including Donovan Smith? Yeah, right. because he was the MVP of the bowl game. Oh, yeah. by the way. And he played more games than Tyler Shuck and had more success than Tyler Shuck. I'll tell you a guy that I think I think if Joey McGuire were sitting right here, maybe someday he will. I think if Joey McGuire were sitting right here. I think he'd say Tyree Wilson. He'd say Tyree Wilson, but I think a guy that he would say that would have potential is Josiah Pierre because I think he's really high on him. Okay. He said he's going to hurt people. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. He's going to hurt people. Because he's gonna he's gonna crush some quarterbacks. So would you say this is the first time in a while where we've where we've been able to say or we've had to say? Yeah. There's not like the clear cut no there's, superstar there's, right now. There's not because I mean, I mean, who would you say is the biggest name on the baseball team right now? I, I just mentioned Hudson White, Noah H- Washburn. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and they were both freshmen last year. Yeah. And for men's, yeah. men's hoops, it's clearly Kevin O'Banner. Kevin but. O'Banner, but you know, Pop Pop, you know, <laughs> Isaacs is going to be a guy that's going to probably be out there. How many Pops? I think I think it's two, but yeah. Pops. You'd pops. go with him over Jalen Tyson, or yeah, I just think he's going to have. Okay. I think he's going to have I some t- flash to him. <laughs> okay, I, I would put a Mac ahead of Isaacs. A Mac, maybe. Or yeah, yeah, I would put a Mac ahead of him. Bardos, he would be a Mac. He would be. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my take my tape one measure B in behind Kevin O'Banner. I'm gonna take my tape measure in when we have uh, the we have the media now day. Back to this conversation. <laughs> seven foot or What would we foot? talk about if we didn't talk about who's the starting quarterback and who's which six ten guy should be listed as seven? Six eleven. Okay, and and what, how he should be listed as seven foot. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna appeal to Coach Adams on that. Yeah. See if I can convince him to kind of hedge the tape just to skosh. So it's funny how if you don't know who your starting quarterback is, mm-hmm. how that immediately kind of changes things as far as, you know, who's the big man on campus. Well, go back a couple of years, I'd put Dakota Allen in that conversation. Sometimes and you had the, a starting for the, quarterback. For the wrong yeah, Well, no, after he came, reason. his second year yeah. back. 
I, when he was running the defense. Yeah. I'd have put him in that category. Nah, he was such an awesome story that, yeah, maybe so. Mm-hmm. I would have put Schooler in the category. Well, he was overplayed, right? Colin Schooler? Yeah. No. Okay. He's not on an NFL roster. That doesn't mean he was overplayed. Colin Schooler? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was overplayed. He was a terrific player for okay. us. Okay. I don't care what he's doing in the I mean, I do care. I hope he does well in the NFL. He's not. He's I know, not in. I, I mean, I, I was, you know, wanting you to, want to do to, well, yeah. but, um, man, he was he was a stud for us. Okay. Uh, somebody says Sir Roderick or Taj Brooks. Um, I, I mean, I think Taj Brooks deserves to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Sir Roderick probably, too. I'm, I'm higher on Taj Brooks than I am Sir Roderick. Jeff's clearly in the Sir Roderick camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still well in baseball, but he's moved on. Yeah, he, he plays for the Rockies organization. He's not on campus. Did that surprise you? Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit yeah. that he signed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants one of us to go home and go to bed. Uh, me. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but okay. Well, I mean, I've been called crazy this morning, so, you know, that I was going to have a stroke. They're worried about a stroke! You know, if I stroke out, do you know what to do? Like, you called know, 911. Yeah, you know 911. the symptoms? Like, you know, do you know what to do? How do we tell the difference between a normal day? I know. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Might, might be the fairest comment of the day. 7.40 this morning on the morning drive. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the morning drive podcast from Double T 97.3. The morning drive on Double T 97.3. These guys dress themselves. It would be obvious if you could see them. I did pretty good this morning on dressing myself. I will tell you this. Um, was it yesterday morning or the day before yesterday morning? It was Monday. Monday, morning. where you forgot your tie? No, Monday. No, Monday. No, Monday. You forgot your tie? No, I. I was gonna wear. I laid out my clothes, and then I decided I would suit up. Okay, and so I pulled out a shirt that I normally wear with this one suit, and I pulled out the tie and. And uh, I pulled out what I thought was that suit, and I, you know, I dressed in the dark, and I walked into the bathroom, and went, "Oh, I got a different suit on than what I thought I had on." <laughs> so, <laughs> you got to start laying this stuff out at night. I do. No, ninety-nine out of a hundred times, I do. You just didn't that time. I just didn't that time, <laughs> and uh, and then this this morning, last night, I was just I was just exhausted when I went to bed, and uh, I just I, I I didn't, but I was. I, I think I put myself together pretty well this morning. It's good. It's good. You look nice. <laughs> Thank you. Did you fall asleep in your recliner? Of course I did. Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. It's kind of, you know, I, I always say, like, I always say, to the, man, I I kind of passed out there for a second. And my lucky lady will go, yeah, like every night, like yeah. what's mm-hmm. new tonight? Yeah. Then was it? At my old age, I've just decided to skip that step. You know, so if I'm starting to feel tired, I'll get ready for bed and go get into bed. I'll turn the TV on in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to fall asleep, I might as well just do it right there in the bed. Man, I don't know. There's there's, there's something to be said about, you know, falling asleep and, you know, you're, you know, in your recliner with, your little, with your little blanket blankie. on. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing, man. It's just, you wake sleep. up and you're like, oh, man, I, now it's time to go to bed. You know, it's just... I don't and know. then you're able to get right back to sleep. I am, yes. Yeah, I, I am. I'm able to get... I'm able to get right back. I just to sleep. skip that step. If I'm yeah. tired, I just go to bed. 
Yeah, I, 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 that's understandable. All right, uh, Texas Tech will scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, Coach M- Joy McGuire was asked after practice yesterday what specifically he wants his team to improve on from scrimmage one to scrimmage two. Um, it was the, the best thing about the scrimmage for me where I was standing was there were times last year that it was almost like a jailbreak. Um, offensive line-wise, we were coming together, but we weren't uh, where we wanted to be. And so the quarterback was under a lot of pressure. On Saturday, you could feel the quarterback being able to sit in the pocket and make plays. Um, the offense excelled in the regular field like 20 to 20. And then whenever they got down the red zone, it was like the defense kicked it up a notch, you know, and really – um, I think we came out and the, the, the offense was right down the field, but the defense made him kick a field goal, you know, and so that was good. It was kind of back and forth. Um, you know, you don't want to see one side dominate the other side. You want to see uh, one of them step up. So that, that was really good to see in the scrimmage. Um, things we got to work on, you know, continue uh, protecting the quarterback and then our angles on tackling. I mean, y'all probably saw one of those highlights of Taj Brooks, you know, cutting the defense in half um, that Pat put together, but uh, we've got to do a better job. We, we worked on it. Um, we worked a couple of drills um, today uh, as a team. Um, so I think we'll get better with that. Man, there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. You know, part of me is like, well, I'm so happy that the offense is able to move. But, man, it sucks that they stall at the 20. But, well, it's great because the defense forced them to kick a field goal. But, man, it's... Really disappointing to hear that we got to protect the quarterback better. But hey, good for the defense because we put pressure on the quarterback. Did we make the field goal, by the way? I, I, I don't. I don't know. He said we were kicking field goals. Yeah, so, but you know what I'm saying. It's like great good to hear Taj Brooks is running over people and <laughs> yeah. running through people. But apparently, our defense can't tackle. Can't yeah, tackle. it's like it's like it's like. But we're excited. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's in I mean, a no-win situation on that. Joey McGuire right now could walk to the podium after practice and say, "Lost all three starting quarterbacks, season-ending injuries today. Our defense can't stop anybody. We went 0 for seven on field goal attempts inside the 30." But let's go! And the fan base would be like, "Yeah, I'm behind you." <laughs> Maybe he was Custer back in the day. Maybe, maybe Joey didn't McGuire. Didn't end well for Custer. Let's not go there. That, maybe he let's was, not put that parallel like, out there. Because Custer probably said that to his troops. It's just, it's just a bunch of Indians. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> and the fan base is like, yeah! yeah! Hey, we're going to run the wishbone. We don't need those three guys. <laughs> we got guns. They got arrows. We got more arrows than we got guns. Yeah. Wasn't, a, wasn't a good day. Yeah. Wasn't a good day for old George. Yeah. All right. Um, you say he's in a no-win situation. He, I feel like right now he can say nothing wrong. Right. I mean, but I mean, he's, he's in a no-win on those scrimmages. Sure, those, the sure. analysis Absolutely. is what, what I meant by that. Uh, all right. The adjustments that are going to be made or have been made that will be made are being made with the quarterbacks this week. You know, we everybody gets a group. Uh, ones with the ones. Everybody gets with the twos. We Our threes, We you know, Jaden Morris, our uh, – freshman he actually went with the threes so we kept our three guys with the ones and twos um and then we'll do the same thing you know just try it again it'll be a little different because it's more situational stuff but it, it, try to get every one of those guys this situation this is how it looks 
Keeley's doing a great job. Like uh, he'll do it by pair. We started with team compete, so Barron started with the ones, um, and I think Donnie went with the twos. Um, we started with coming out, so Tyler went with the ones. Um, and I think Donnie went with the twos. So really, they just kind of rotate, so they're all getting um, a, really a set with the ones, so we can evaluate. I think the thing I'm most curious about there is the use of Donnie for Donovan. I just wonder if that's approved. Okay, is that, <laughs> that what is that what Mama Smith wants? Um, I'm just just that's the thing, most intriguing thing to me um, out of that. Uh, you asked about the kickers. Uh, Coach McGuire was asked about the kickers. He said he was impressed with the kickers at the scrimmage. Well, I, it's kind of one of the – I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but, like, whoever goes out there, we expect to make it. I mean, um, Wolf in a game situation hit a 48-yarder, and then Gino came back and hit a 54-yarder in, in a game situation. And then Gino came and ended our red zone lockout. Um, it was a live situation. He ended with a 38-yard field goal. And so uh, I think Coach Perry said it last week, I mean, Golly, how lucky are we to have those two guys, you know, battling and, and, and getting after it. And then in the scrimmage, I think Austin uh, had a net of 48-5 on punt. And I said, Austin, where does that put you? And he goes, I'd be one or two in the country if that's my net. And so it just kind of tells you what kind of room uh, we have with the specialists. Gino going to be the kicker. Gino. Gino's going to be the kicker. Trey Wolf's going to be the kicker offer. Okay. Okay. Gino's going to be the one that goes out there and trots out there and puts it through the pipes. Would you like to see our goalposts a different color? I'm just curious. Like, they're yellow. Would you like to see them red? I mean, do you think the yellow, the fluorescent, helps the officials see see it better? I don't want them white because that's what K-State has. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm, I'm fine with them being yellow. Like, what about a fluorescent red, like a true red red wouldn't that be would that be different right that'd be good don't you, i mean don't you think they could tell i mean if they can't tell if it if it if they really need the yellow paint to tell them if the ball's going through the uprights then don't we have a bigger problem with the officials than that no because everybody behind them if they were wearing red and black would be the same color but there's the a guy standing right underneath the doggone thing he can see if it goes over the crossbar or over the top of the thing I mean, you're right there. It's, mom- it's moments like these when I get asked these kind of questions that <clears throat> I feel the need to get up and walk down the hall and ask for a race. <laughs> just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious if maybe what color you'd like it to be? Bright red. Yeah. 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 I think that'd be. I think okay. that'd be good. All right. Okay. Well, if you. Um, That's yeah. probably another thing that if I donated a bunch of money that that they'd put it. Like no, maybe I'll, one end red, one end black. That'd if be... you start a petition, I'll sign it. Okay. I'll sign. You will? Okay. I'll sign. Okay. Yeah, I won't give you any money okay. for your donation, but I'll sign. I'll sign the petition. All of my money is going, all of my money is going to the Skybridge. We know you paid for the Skybridge. Uh, well, right? no, it's mm-hmm. going to it. Future money. I mean, the, between the arena and. Oh, this one doesn't count. The Womble. I, this I one do, doesn't count. That, I think that goes to Cody Carlson. Carlson, Cody Carlson. Campbell. Campbell, Cody Campbell, yeah. Cody Carlson, the old quarterback for the Oilers. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. Cody Campbell. <laughs> uh, Team Money 806, what's next? A red field? Come on. Tech doesn't need any G5 gimmick crap. Just the iconic double T scoreboard and we're good. You can give me a red field. I'll, I'll be in. I'd take it. Red field? Yep. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. interesting. 
825 this morning here on the morning drive. Love that we've got so many doctors in the house, you know, on the Yates Loring Center chat line. Mm-hmm. Go to the Double T973 mobile app to uh, offer a prescription. It's presented by Happy State Bank. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T973. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T973.com.